0: Welcome to the Kershaw Partners Podcast, an eventful life. In this series, we will dive into the events industry through the eyes of Mike Kershaw, his partners, and the owners and founders of event businesses up and down the UK. From event management to catering to venues to structures to exhibitions and much, much more, they have seen it all and want to share their experiences with you and maybe impart a bit of knowledge along the way. Of course, there have been some bumps in the road but that's what makes the event world fun. My name is David Watt. I will be your host. We hope you enjoy. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of An Eventful Life. Great to have your company. This week, I'm delighted to be joined by Nick Taylor and Gary Exhall from Noba Event Wi-Fi, to talk a little bit about their business and and what they go through to make sure that all of us enjoy seamless Wi-Fi at events. Okay, morning, guys. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on the podcast this week. Um, So the world of event Wi-Fi, uh, something that I know very little about and wouldn't have meant anything to me at all when I started in the events industry in 1990. How on earth did you get into it? Nick, how did you get into event Wi-Fi?
1: Uh, I Sort of by accident really. I was trying to avoid uh, doing a real job and um, I used to work for an uh, an events company, an AV company and I left there to uh, um, sort of bum around for a few years and then then the phone kept ringing because I was the IT manager there and then everybody that was there uh, around sort of 2005 I think, they'd have an event where they'd have, they used to have like, oh let's have a web cafe. Um, no one really knew what a web cafe meant. I, I didn't really know what a web cafe meant either. But I used to go, you know, set that up for them. And then it just sort of snowballed with the emergence of social media and press being on site and people wanting to get images up of the event. And, um, yeah, and and now I can't do anything else because I, I don't know how to do anything else. Um, I, know, I know the yeah. feeling,
0: don't worry. And here and so we are 15, 15 years later. Um, and no, so, so Noba was... I'm obviously, um, Gary, simplify you know, as you've been doing that for, for, for many years, but Noba, when did Noba come into it? Not Noba as it is now, but Noba with with just you, Nick. When 2006, 2006, yeah, yeah. And obviously. Gary, when did you start
2: Simplify? Um, I started Simplify in 2000, and I think nine or 2007, I can't remember. Um, but we didn't actually get into events until you know, much. You know, probably five years after that, um, we it just sort of stumbled, you know, onto us because we looked after one of our education clients, Arc Academies, used to put on this big, fancy um, uh, charity ball each year um, to try and raise. You know, they I think one one of the years we we, we did the event, they raised about seventeen million. Um, wow. And I remember they came to us because we used to look after all the Wi-Fi networks for their for their for their academies, and um, they came to us and they said, "Look, we've got this 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 event happening in Kensington Gardens. Can you do the Wi-Fi for us?" And I remember um, we we got involved, had no idea about events and, and the absolute chaos um, that goes into it when when these these structures and the, the you know during the, the event build. Um, so we kind of just blagged it and and somehow um made it work and i just remember thinking jesus it's a this nightmare is good. well well yeah 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 it's a nightmare but it's quite it's it's quite a nice little earner here sticking in sticking in the kit renting it out to them taking it home uh, afterwards take, take, taking it back i said what well, let, let's just keep doing this and um and yeah that was it really just started trying to you know, work our way into the, to the events world from there.
0: And when did you two come across each other? So, uh, you know, if, if were well, 2006 and 2007, you started... The, when, did the, the, when
1: did the magic happen? When did when, the
0: magic begin? When did I line? 2000, what was it,
1: 2019? You know exactly when it happened, just uh, I, I can't see it's my exactly. tattoo. I can't see the tattoo at the minute. I <laughs> know, with the, the date written on it.
2: Um, I I I went up to Nick at Event Tech. I think it was 2017. Very shy. Event Tech Live 2017, and just just gave him a little pat on the bum and just said, "I've been watching
0: you." Yeah, Um, from afar, from the shadows.
2: You you want to hold hands, and um, and he said, "Yeah," and that's it. The rest is history.
0: The rest is, as they say, history. So, um, as I said, the whole the whole world of event Wi-Fi has changed. I, immeasurably I mean really immeasurably in the last probably five or six years uh, um, mm. how how much of a challenge do you is it for, for you know in the, it's obviously it's hugely demanding or clients are hugely demanding they want wi-fi they have to have mm. wi-fi is that a challenge always or sometimes is it? Is it has it become much easier to do
1: no, it's mostly a challenge. It's just a, it's a ball. What we do is it's just a ball ache really. Um, but we are just good at doing it and we've done it lots of times. Um, it gets easier to be honest in our venues cause we've got quite a big venue portfolio that, that is a lot easier because we've got the infrastructure there. We know, we know what it's capable of. We know the size of the venue. It's only going to be, you know, wifi for X amount, hard, number of hardwires for X amount and away we go. But, um, the rest of it is very challenging because, um, you know, with the, especially with the emergence of contactless payments and COVID and, you know, cash not being used anymore. And a lot of sites being completely cash free or, or, or cashless, as they say, um, you have to provide a network that's going to work in the middle of a field, um, at very short notice. And if it goes wrong, they can't take any money over the bars. So, um, that's always a challenge, but, um, one one we always rise to obviously and and deliver perfectly every time um but of course yeah it's not easy and it's it's very difficult to be fair i think people are coming around to um to, to budgets and what things costs but um but it's always it was always a challenge when you give people a price for it and them sort of falling off their chair and not understanding why it costs so much money. But as we always used to say, you know, it's not cheap to put Wi-Fi into a in, and internet into a building that's fixed and has an address and permanent power and all the rest of it. It, it, it doesn't get any cheaper when you stick it in a field. So no, it's probably more expensive. No,
0: it's more expensive. Yeah, but the budgets, the end, <laughs> the budgets aren't there. So. Um, I remember listening, uh, I think back in 2016, uh, when I was running Pubs on Wheels, which Nick, obviously you... Oh, yes. The, the famous Pubs on Wheels. I Do listened to Paul... used to
2: love supporting you. Yeah, we loved that
0: one. Of course yeah. he did. It was a, ch- a challenge which he yes. rose to every time, Nick. Yes, I, think. Indeed. Um, I listened to Paul Latham back in 2016. He was he at was some festival show or festival exhibition <clears throat> and he was saying he was getting so bored of all these software companies coming up to him and trying to sell live nation this bit of software or that bit of software he said i don't give up about your software until you can produce until someone can produce consistent wi-fi on a greenfield site it doesn't matter what software you've got has it changed a lot in the last five years i mean has it got significantly better has your job got easier i mean i know it's a challenge but has no. it got easier
1: no no I think to be honest i think well no that's not strict. Sure. I guess the technology is available to us of uh of th- there's more of them now, whereas i guess five years ago all you could really do was stick up a satellite connect you know a satellite dish or a couple of satellite dishes and if y- y- if you weren't near any you know a permanent building um and that was about it four g used to i mean four g was i don't know how long it's been around for now, but as soon as people came into the you know, as soon as people came into the arena or wherever you were, it would always fall over. So that was never an option. But now, depending on the budgets, I mean, we've done everything for when we, we supported live, we, we did a wireless festival for Live Nation, or, or we gave them connectivity to it, you know, from that, at that end of the budget, we were able to, to run a, a one gig fiber into site, um, you know, but they, they understand the importance of it um, and they pay the money. But, at the other end when you're you know you're your sub you're sort of in your five grand a show type markets um there are more options to us available to us now with the emergence of 5g that's getting better directional antennas where you can point them at further away masks that are less congested um and now uh, tesla have brought out starlink i know it's tesla or elon musk so he's got out starlink which is a uh, I, I won't bore you too much with the specifics, uh, David, but um, it's, a, it's a low orbit satellite, so it's faster. The
0: latency is less. Um, so oh yes, that, so I, that, I, I read about it. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It, yeah. I, I think it is. It's Elon Musk, isn't it? It is Elon Musk. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's
1: becoming more widely available across the country. A lot that there are still some places it's not available, but that's um certainly in recent you know in the last 12 months that's that's got us out of jail on you know quite a few occasions
2: and and obviously 5g i mean it's not available yeah and 5g but it it, yeah it it just there's just a lot more options for us now um to to be there are but again
1: 5g's yeah 5g's not as as available as it should be and 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 it's starting to suffer, certainly in London, from the same problems that um, 4G suffered from. Um, so it's starting to get more and more congested. The upload speeds, because for us, it's really all about the upload speeds. Yeah. Um, social media. Uh, social media. So um, you can have great, you know, 5G, you can get 200 meg down on your phone, but you're getting sort of, you know, 10 meg up, it's not as uh it's not as good on the upload we do
2: still seem to run into a lot of issues where you know internet wi-fi um you know is sometimes forgotten about or there's just no budget for it but at the same time um we get into the event the event can't run without it yeah Um, you know we had we had an issue this summer or not it wasn't our issue um but we had a very long conversation with with an organizer running I know three different festivals in the uk um i probably won't mention who they were but um, (laughs) uh i spent so long on the phone to them trying to give them you know advice and information on on kind of what to expect if they were going to go down a certain route um we gave them some budgetary costs of what they would need um he thanked me for the information, but we didn't hear him back from them again um, until I got a, um, a desperate phone call um, one Saturday afternoon. Um, and, and basically they were live. The event was live and they had traders threatening to leave and go home. No one could take any payments. The, the event was a complete and utter disaster. And he was literally begging us to see if we could get guys up there that afternoon to set up that night to try and save day two of the event. And? We didn't, no, we were flat out. It was, due, it was during, I think it was September, you know, one of our busiest months of the year. Um, and it was just too much risk for us um, to try and just, you know, send a team up at, 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 you know, no notice. Um, yep. So, you know, we do still face that a lot um you know it's it's they've not you know they've not budgeted for it but actually it's critical to the event
1: yeah and um i think there was a very big festival again won't name names but they had a uh connectivity failure this year and i mean it was an anecdotally we heard that the the ferris wheel that usually takes 70 grand over the weekend took 100 quid um because yeah so it can be it can be um you know, it can be devastating from a financial uh, point of view when when these things are overlooked or you know things go over without without you know the right backup provisions in place. So, yeah.
0: I mean, it does make you think, doesn't it? How you know you go back twenty years, just was you know it wasn't even an issue. The, the days oh. of swiping cards or, or cash only events. Yeah, but, you know people don't accept that anymore, do they? That it has to be it has to be all cards. Yeah, yeah, um, and COVID has accelerated
1: that. COVID has accelerated it completely. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, th- I think people are sort of turning, you know, turning onto it a bit more these days. But um, yeah, even still, we still come across people who just yeah completely overlooked it.
0: Yeah. Um, so when you set up the business in in <laughs> in 2019, etched on your hearts uh, as the special day mm. in your lives, what was the what was the plan I mean you, you obviously what, what, what were the skills that you bought complementary skills that you bought to the business and and what was the what was the sort of a direction of the plan for the business going forward is, Gary? Is, is what
2: in terms of why did we merge
0: yeah well mm-hmm. I mean obviously
2: we wanted to we wanted to grow in events as simplified and we we'd spent sort of 3 4 years working in events and and that was slowly growing um but we realized that you know um it's a very very kind of hard sector i guess to to, to break into um you know because relationship to everything right and um and we knew that nick you know he's been in the events um sector for a long time we knew he had a lot of great relationships and and actually you know everyone that i ever spoke to really kind of you know had so many good words to say about him obviously um, obviously standard and, um, and 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 you know when we when i met him with mike um you know cuz cuz mike was sitting down with us and we were looking at how we can grow as a business um I, when when we met we just kind of i, d- I don't know had that sort of um I don't want to say natural chemistry.
1: <laughs> wow, it's quite, it was, it, was, it was something special.
2: But yeah, but like we just. we could bottle it. We just got on and there was a lot of trust um, and faith and we both wanted to. Not you know, so
1: much with Kershaw, but. <laughs> but <laughs> <merging through laughs> yeah. But, um,
2: but we both wanted to obviously just really just, just become like, you know, just, just provide the best service to our customers. And, you know, there's a few companies out there. That are you know we're kind of letting the the event Wi-Fi name down and um, you know by by just providing bad solutions or not the right solutions. So um, yeah, we just we both we both just wanted to you know we had the same goals. We knew that you know that also you know which kind of highlighted um, you know COVID really highlighted um, the importance of this, but also. With Simplify, we we work in, we operate in other sectors as well. We, we, we provide large-scale networks, Wi-Fi networks in construction, public sector education. Um, and then so so we had a really good balanced business working across multiple sectors. So we weren't reliant on just one sector, which obviously, you know, when COVID hit us, was a bit of a kind of lifesaver. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, although you know still as as nova and as our events offering we still actually did okay um during mm. COVID because a lot of you know a lot of our event clients um you know kind of also ended up in 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 sort of situations building temporary you know hospitals morgues and things like that so um we we picked up other opportunities where we wouldn't have typically worked but um just through 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 kind of our relationships but it was really important to have our kind of ongoing and reoccurring revenue in in education and construction and public sector to help sort of support the the business as a whole
0: and i presume that sort of that kind of kept you going because it when you know when March 2020 came around, you guys oh. must have you must have thought, what is going to happen here? Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was strange because
1: the
2: congress wasn't it? It was Mobile World Congress that got canceled. that
1: was the first one that got cancelled. But we had no, we had an okay 2019. I think it was the same pretty much uh, across the event world. It was it was okay. Uh, and then you know January, I don't new decade and everything. 2020 came and it was like let's go and know January and February were just incredible best best months you know best January's and February's ever seen everyone was geared up for the roaring 20s and then and then
2: Nick I wrote that link I wrote a post on LinkedIn I think it was like literally February January or February January or February 2020 and I just wrote this post just going like you know I was obviously just a little bit too overpumped and a bit excited (laughs) but it was just it had gone mental and we had so yeah. much going on in the pipeline and I just remember writing this post of all the things going on and then literally four weeks later just I everything think, yeah, yeah completely crashed yeah I, I should have probably just gone back and deleted that post but it's actually quite funny to look back on
1: yeah no we were I, th- I think we were lucky and we had some projects that we wouldn't have usually got involved with that were like Gary said COVID related and stuff we were we, yeah, I think uh, we were lucky some stuff fell in our laps, and it just just allowed us to keep going really
0: and, and have you do you think you'll keep those sort of contracts going forward is is, is that the plan um yeah, it, the plan it kind of it did time. open up a few it's continuing, doesn't
2: it
1: yeah, it, it opened up a few avenues I mean we've still got a couple of vaccine centers that we do connectivity for um right at the beginning we um were involved in when they thought people were going to, a lot of people were going to be dying, obviously a lot of people have, but even more so, they were building um, temporary morgues across the space, so luckily they didn't really get used, um, but we put in the uh, internet, CCTV, VoIP systems for those um, right at the beginning. Um, those obviously haven't, you know, continued, thankfully, um, but stuff like, we, we we got involved with a project up in Scotland for the Scottish courts, where They were quite concerned about the backlog of criminal cases um, because they weren't able to seat juries safely because of Covid. So um, they 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 couldn't leave people on remand sort of indefinitely. So they came up with a solution to house um, the juries in Odeon cinemas because Odeon weren't showing films because they were shut. So they seated. the juries is safely um, in cinemas in these, and and, you know, a a multiplex could, they could have 11 juries in different screens and then by video link from the court, they'd they'd run the trial. So um, that uh, we got into and we we, off the back of that because some of the cinemas needed uh, extra infrastructure, uh, internet connectivity, obviously as a, where it works, where we work well in that scenario is from an event point of view, we can move very quickly. Um, and in the traditional corporate IT world, that's not something that um, that happens. You know, you're, everything has to go through a process, planning, and then you're dealing with an ISP. And then six months later, you'll get your internet connection where we we can move in sort of three, four weeks. We were getting, you know, th- those those connections in. So off the back of that, we've developed a good relationship with Odeon. So, um, you know, we're continuing to work with them on now more events as, as, as that side of it opens up, but also the... The Scottish government are keeping the uh, the remote jury trials going um, for the immediate future. Oh, really? so, okay. so that's that that's very nice. But that I guess that was a really good that's a really good example of how the event world can help. Um, you know, when things like this happen, can help. I call it the normal world, but um, you know how how skill set sort of fits in quite well with with stuff that we wouldn't usually do, but stuff that needs to happen quickly. Um, so uh, so yeah there's i i was last
2: this year in april we got involved in a project and and to be fair i Not again I, yeah that was another was example absolutely absolutely amazed at really like you know we we've got a big team of freelancers that work for us um, and you know to be they're amazing they treat they treat it like it's their own business um, you know, they work with us year They'll in, year out. We're very lucky. Well, you know, sometimes seven days a week. And we got this opportunity um, for an MOD site where the, they had to basically, had, they had an issue with, they'd be, I think they'd been hacked. It was on the BBC News. But basically, they needed us to install a temporary Wi-Fi network across the site. And this site was massive. It was huge. Um, and we'd been given something like four days notice to try and get this, this site live. And we, I went and surveyed it on the Wednesday. Um
1: and they were in by the Monday.
2: We submitted, we submitted the price by midnight that night. Um, and then by, by lunchtime on the Thursday, we had a team of 20 guys ready to, on, to be inducted. All of the kit, logistics, everything, you know, work being worked on. Um, and, friday morning we we were on site you know and worked through until monday evening and had you know had installed something like 200 access points you know multiple switches a core network you know kilometers and kilometers of fiber and copper and throughout the site it was incredible like what what those guys did in 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 the space of you know four days um, to get yeah. to get this, this,
0: this I guess up. I guess as a as a consumer like, like everyone in the events industry <clears throat> probably doesn't have any concept of, of the infrastructure that goes into something like that no no um, they I don't see,
2: they don't, you don't see wireless you know it's just and that,
0: no.
1: that that's where we struggle and obviously things like this David you know sexy podcasts help us but where, where we struggle for content is what we do is very dull you know you've got people in the lighting world um you know who can um show you very easily what they do and it looks great the content looks great so what we obviously have to do is talk about if we're allowed the actual events we work on because that's you know the the cooler side of it um but 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 what we do doesn't always change it's just the location it's like we put in internet we put in and in you know, a Wi Fi connection, there was a couple of hard and someone did some live streaming. Doesn't sound very exciting. Um,
2: but you also but, and, don't see the infrastructure, and the no, work, you don't and see like, and, it all that, that and, goes, and, goes into like installing a network that is completely bulletproof. It's very different to you paying, I don't know, 40 quid a month to Sky for your high broadband, well, um, solution.
1: That's where we struggle still sometimes, but like I said earlier, it is getting better with budgets, because if you join your phone or your device or your, your laptop or whatever to your home network, you get your, you get your nice little icon in the top right that shows you've got four bars of signal, and that's connected to your you know your 30 quid a month service, like Gary said get on site join one of our networks it look you have from the everything's invisible the the little signal is exactly the same but you're connecting to a network that costs you know 50 grand to install so um that's that that's that's still a challenge in in many ways that that people just don't see what we do um, now, how do yeah. you think
0: how do you think the the next five ten years is going to look in terms of you know it's, it, the, the the demand for an ever better and better service is going to clearly be there how how is this technology going to change is 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 what you can get your hands on going to get better or, or how, how do I you think, see it working out
1: yeah what's what we're excited about actually um i mean wireless is never going to go anywhere a lot of people who perhaps don't understand the industry as much were like oh but you're worried about 5g i'm like well we it's the same story as 4g it's um it's a connection I think it
2: helps us oh uh, yeah it helps
1: if it's any because it helps give us another option because we can bond 5g we can use multiple networks etc but it, it, it's never going to wireless will always be there and permanent internet the requirement will always be there because as, as i was trying to explain to somebody you know one of our neighbors on the business estate when they're saying oh 5g will take away all your business like well if you're doing a you know a uh, uh, product launch for Samsung and the keynote speech is the CEO of Samsung and you're doing off your lovely 5G router and you know the Vodafone mask goes down who, who, who are you gonna are you gonna call <laughs> what, what Vodafone gonna do for you nothing whereas you know what what we do providing fiber lines backup lines um you know uh, enterprise grade equipment that's that on-site support, on-site support. There's always going to be a requirement for that. There is stuff coming, you know, Wi-Fi six coming along. Things are getting faster, um, and you know, five G will have its place. Um, it will it will complement it rather than replace it, I think. And um, what we're getting quite excited about is private LTE. Um, like we were saying earlier, with a festival site, it's it's very labour intensive. You've got to run up cables to all the bars. You've got to put your internet connection in. You need a lot of labor to do that. But private LTE is essentially, we put an internet connection in and then we'll put out like a 5G mask that can cover an entire sort of festival site or, you know, a, a, a small to medium sized site with one cell. And then at each bar, we you have your own SIM card that's, that's linked to that cell. Um, and then each bar we can stick a, a router in, um, and then a wireless access point and that, you know, that's it, that covers that bar and on to the next one. So that will, you know, reduce the labour required uh, and the infrastructure and the cabling just, you know, more than half. So
0: stuff like that that's coming along, it's going to be quite exciting. Um, I was um, speaking to this guy who, uh, um, this is three or four years ago now, maybe even more actually, uh, who... Uh, Put in uh, Wi-Fi in stadiums. He was talking about uh, Stamford Bridge. I think he was he was trying to do a job for Stamford Bridge, Mm. football club. And he was saying that concurrent users at any one time in a in a stadium was something. I think it was thirty percent. Is that? Do you think that number is going to go up? Um, It all depends
2: on the 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 the, I guess the circumstances. You know um, the the type of event. Um, you know, if you if you if you're talking stadiums, it may it may go up if they introduce technology such as you know ordering food and beverage from from yeah yourself.
1: or some sort of gamification of, of, of it some reason to join the Wi-Fi. Um, when we we see events, if the um, if it, if the four G reception is good, um, which you know does vary massively depending where you are, or five G is good. You don't get as many guests if you like joining the wi-fi obviously we'll always have the back of house the production the you know uh, the payment systems and all of that will always be on our network but the guests you don't see as much of a uh, take up but if you're somewhere that's you know i mean we've done stuff at underground car parks or whatever where there's no there's no phone uh, signal then you'll see a hundred percent take up um so it just it it really depends on 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 you know the type of event
2: yeah i mean as well like, signal. You know, let's, let's be honest the majority of the stuff that we do is it's never not providing a network for guests anyway no. no it's it's for it's for the production element of, of of you know of the event
1: yes indeed yeah yeah um yeah, unless
2: it's a corp, you know a corporate conference
1: also i think Certainly for me, I think barriers to entry of joining a Wi-Fi network as well uh, come into play because um, if I'm if I'm somewhere and, you know, it's like, oh, free, what you know, the Wi-Fi, join the Wi-Fi and then you've got to fill out all your, you know, your, 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 you just can't be bothered and it's too, too much hassle. So half the time I personally don't even bother. Um, whereas if it's just a, you know, network name and password, then it's, you, you get a lot more take up.
0: Yeah, for sure. And in in terms of in terms of the data, is there a lot of data that comes out of it? Obviously, from guest Wi Fi, clearly there's mm. a lot of data comes out of it. But if people are joining the network, they have to have a username. I presume they have to create a username and a password, or, or or is that not the case?
1: No, I mean you can when we so our venues will will have you know if there's exhibitors or individual users, and we're reselling the service to individuals rather than just it's a press launch. We're having two hundred you know, guests, 100 press or whatever, then if if um, if we're selling it to individuals, then they'll all get their own, uh, you know, password, username and password via a splash page, if you like, so we can, you know, we can monetize the service for us and the, and the venue and the client. Um, if it's just, you know, like I said, 200 press or whatever, then it will just be a single username and password. From our point of view, the data is
2: think we're not collecting data no and
1: a lot of our a lot of our type of clients they know who's coming to their event anyway so it doesn't really add any benefit from them getting um the email addresses and potentially annoying people because they've got to fill in all their data from our point of view where data is interesting is just just from a learning because we're obviously we're always learning and you know forward thinking and and everything but from from our point of view it's always interesting to see right type of event you see how many users you're going to get how much bandwidth they're going to use how many concurrent users you've got at any one time um, and that helps us in in sort of planning and and getting a feel for you know similar type events in the future
0: yeah um, and i i, I know I was noticing that, that since since we've come back i suppose since the pandemic mm. although some would argue the pandemic's still very much going on um, you've you've done some some excellent events you've done as you said um, Work with Festival Republic at Wireless. You've done uh, work with Broadwood Live and I, I, you did something at the British Grand Prix, is that right? Uh not the British yeah, Grand Prix. To,
2: we, yeah, we did. We had to do um it was I think it was the vaccination, like all of the not the vaccination. Oh we did, you're the, right.
1: We did work <laughs> at the British Grand Prix. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it was to do I think it was to do the COVID centre. So forty
1: forty events in September. It's all a bit
2: blurry. <clears throat> yeah we did Uh, we can't actually talk about because we've signed an nda
1: so um we've done some very high-end fashion brand stuff that's been amazing and the content has looked absolutely awesome but um we can never talk about it and i'm always a little bit i never want to piss off our clients you know rightly so we don't want to start shouting about it but you know a month after the event um uh, it's, it's a shame we can't uh, talk too much about it, but we've done a lot of really good events <laughs> that we that we can't put our name to, which is which is a shame. I always wonder why, because it's like you know you spent three million quid on an event that two hundred people went to. You know, woe
0: betide anybody know outside of that that it actually happened? But yeah, um... <laughs> oh, that must make that must make marketing the business and increasing the business yeah. incredibly difficult because you yeah, can't it, use it, testimonials. I, yeah, no. that
2: Rachel's. That's I think that's Rachel's biggest issue. She's yeah constantly um I probably shouldn't say hounding um (laughs) but she's she's trying to extract info from us all the time but you know eight times out of ten can't say a word the job will need a sign we need to get sign off and you know everyone's busy and it's we don't want to be then going back to our clients saying look you know is it is it is that okay to talk about this and you know they're they're they you know they're, they're busy and with the
1: best will in the world they always say yeah yeah leave it with me i'll check but yeah, you know they never do so busy then they've got no interest in doing that and you know i can't really blame them to be honest but um
0: okay so of the events that you can talk about or hint that you might have done yeah what do you reckon since the business came together what do you reckon the best event you've been involved with is oh talk about it what from a profit point of <laughs> view yes. no i think from a, from a from yeah. a delivery and success point of view yeah, i'm sure yeah. that profit is very important yeah, but but, it, but in terms of you just look back and you think yeah we nailed that all mm. of them
2: if
1: it's so many i was going to say it's all of them david
0: <laughs> all of them uh, so so do, i mean we
1: can 80 <laughs> events in 2 months all of them were fantastic uh, okay
0: okay so i'll ask you i'll ask a different going, question going
2: then. back to 2000 i mean we, we you know we had a we had a good year into our first year together um combined i'm just i i i've got such a bad memory that i can't even think what we did
1: they all blur into one we we did a lot of know, good.
2: What's, what's been a highlight job, event for you nick
1: <laughs> god i mean it's it's probably stuff that's happened i guess at our venues, I suppose. Um, you know the Broadwick Vibration Group venues. We've done. That's probably where the the coolest stuff happens. But I think um, you know a lot a lot of product launches. We did did some really cool stuff with OnePlus, the uh, the handset manufacturer. We did some good phone uh, launches with them. At, some of some of them have been at our venues, and others have been. You know, I think we did one at the Copper Box, but. They, I think it's not perhaps the, the, the sexiest thing we've ever done, but I
2: know I've got it. The I, I like the Spotify, Twitter.
1: Oh, god, all we, the stuff we're doing canon, can. yeah. I forgot forgot the about
2: that the because we obviously, me and Nick, yeah. have to make sure we're out there for those ones because we want really uh, to, yeah. to oversee
0: those. Of course, we do. I think shit. you didn't you take Mr. Kershaw to canon, we did, yeah. We it was did. Just, yeah, did a two day bender for him, yeah. We kept. We kept him away
1: from anything too dangerous down there, but um,
2: we we did a little ret- we did a little sort of management retreat there because we yeah. had a few jobs running out there anyway. The so like, management
0: like, retreat, yes, yeah. I, I remember hearing about it. Yeah, and we spent we, yeah, yeah, it was hour great, bender. and it is the hysterical way that him and Richard tried to sell me the idea they were going to can for 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 an offsite with Noba, and I went <laughs> really, yeah. yeah.
1: It, it was great it was great we spent a load of money just in time for winter and then covid it's fantastic yeah, it. perfect
0: blew yeah, every budget um, you
1: had um, yeah but no spotify, gary's right we do spotify twitter beach they're, they're brilliant twitter James. beach spotify beach yeah they, they, they they're, they're pretty cool um it, uh, for the can lions and then we do the itv uh stuff with design scene um for mipcom and mip tv down in can so they were pretty cool, to be honest. And um, and sexy events, Can I mean, who doesn't love Can, right? Yeah. Well, exactly, exactly. But going back to, when I was talking about the OnePlus event, um, what was good, what was interesting about that is that, you know, when we do, we, we've done some really cool sort of fashion stuff with Vivian Westwood, um, uh, Gucci, people like that over the years. Um, oh, what's the other one I forgot? Prada uh and, and you know high-end fashion brands and you know we do a live stream for them uh, or we do the connectivity for the live stream they don't get i mean a lot of it gets watched post live stream so they don't get as many you know concurrent views you, you don't and um with this one plus with this handset again you think it was going to youtube when you think oh you probably get a couple of thousand viewers live something like that a lot more you know will view the content afterwards and uh I think it got to about 350,000 viewers uh, live. Yeah, and I was, I, was, I was watching it back at the office. I think at that point I got under the desk and I didn't want to shut <laughs> it. Did wait, wait till it's all over, because that's a lot of viewers um, on your internet connection going through your streaming stuff. So your streaming hardware. Wow. You, uh, that, was, that was one of the bigger ones. That's, uh, that's I
2: actually as well in 2019 at Primark um job. oh yeah Primani, all went, the top like i said to,
1: all the top end brands
2: that went out to that went out to like all of the countries didn't it all the, all the countries that they operate in they did a live stream um across i think we, we had to set up a network in three venues in birmingham we were working for um good friend of ours they run an agency called the park and it was one of their events and um and it, it was three venues in Birmingham that we had to set up all the network and infrastructure for. Of course, they chose derelict warehouses with no zero infrastructure. They're edgy and cool. Yeah, but um, but that went out to like you know, I, th- I think off the top of my head, something like ninety-eight different countries or something. It was it was a pretty big kind of internal event, and I just remember, you know, then thinking, Christ. I just hope hope none of these venues fail at any point, you know, because there's a lot riding on there.
1: And, and our problem, David, like what we, uh, the problem that we have is that we're using other people's services. So if you're doing projection, it's your projector. And if the bulb goes, you phone up the warehouse. Well, obviously you'd have a spare bulb on site, but... Everything's always, especially in the event world, everybody's prepared to do, you know, pull in long shift, goes to the warehouse in the middle of the night, you've, you've got your, your, uh, your, your, your spares. But with the internet, we're, whilst they are very reliable lines, they're not ours, we're relying on BT, we're relying on Virgin. And whilst they are, you know, X amount of uptime, you know, never go down, if they do go down, they're down. So, um, and clients don't really understand that. that. Like they say to us, 100% has to be, how much, you know, guaranteed, 100% up to us. Oh, wow, we don't use the word guaranteed. Um, I mean, luckily, because we always put in the appropriate backups, we've we've always been all right. But there's a lot of what we do that relies on other providers. Um, because if, if you get a, a power cut or a flood at the local exchange or roadworks drill through the fibre going to the building then you know what what can you do whereas okay well there must
0: there must have been in which case uh, leading on from that there has to have been an event where it has actually gone spectacularly wrong no 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 no, no.
1: no. 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 no really there, there really hasn't there was one that went almost went very badly wrong well no it didn't go very bad, but it was for a um a, a large manufacturer of handsets that's not Apple. Um, and <laughs> they decided to do a show um, and lots of people have done stuff there. So, but it was at Collins, it's called Collins Music Hall and it's subterranean and it, it's um, on Islington Green, but it's it's below Islington Green. So the idea was the developer would build some luxury flats and recreate the old music hall that used to be there. But under the flats, um, as part of a, you know, uh, a sort of a community hub um, and a, and a theatre, and it was built like the Camden Roundhouse, uh, but it's underground. So um, I think the developer uh, who were based overseas, built the flats, and just said, "Oh, I'll kind of run out of money," and kind of did one. So it's it's all in raw concrete form, um, and venues love it. But uh, sorry, brands love it. But you have to bring in the power. You have to bring everything. Obviously, it's subterranean, so they've decided to do a a four K 360 vr uh live stream that needed a ridiculous amount of bandwidth and i remember our client the agency kind of phoned us and we'd just done an event there um and it was all we were putting satellites you know, loads of 4g bits of string you know to get to get it working for for the previous client's budget and they uh, said oh we've got an event coming up on my client so we've got an event coming up in uh, in islington in in three weeks i said please don't say Music Hall. She was like, at Collins Music Hall, I was like, oh, she was like, have you got any advice? I was like, yeah, get another venue. Um, yeah. And they wanted 200 meg at the time. That was like four or five years ago, so it was quite a lot of, like, a lot of bandwidth. And this, and we had to provide it in three weeks. I um, just said... They kept saying, Well, what's what? What what What's plan B if we can't get it in? And I was like, Just find another venue. And it was like, But the client really likes the venue. I was like, I, well, I, why, I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, in the end, we posted a letter through every single block of flats above because we'd identified the balcony we'd need to get on to beam the internet from Guy St. Thomas's all the way to this balcony because we have perfect line of sight. And it got to, and we, we we hadn't heard anything and it got to about three days before and <laughs> everyone's going this you know they had a quite famous band that were going to be performing and it was like well what we're we going to do what we're we going to do and I was like uh I don't I, I'm not really sure if I'm brutally honest uh and then I think with about 12 hours ago my client phoned up and she uh, she said um said so they've just the other the, the, the flat owners just got back to us she said it's absolutely fine for us to get on the balcony um and yeah with with 12 hours to go i think we we kind of pulled it off and were able to get 200 megs to this back to a radio on the balcony and then ran a cable down through these flats into the in, in, in into this this venue but um that was about as near as it got but uh that wasn't that that that, that wasn't uh that
0: wasn't pretty. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it shows you've got an immaculate track record, even if you have to work in challenging, challenging uh, exactly. circumstances.
1: Mm, mm. So
0: they go on then. You, I mean, Gary, you've known Mike for, for for years now, but but how do you think he's? I, mean, I, know, I know he's done a hell of a lot for you in, in that period of time. But since since you came together, how do you think oh, working with lot. him has helped?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, Mike, Mike's. Obviously worked with me with Simplify um for about four years before we met, you know, before we agreed to go out and speak to Nick. Um and so in that time he, he he's he's obviously just an amazing kind of soundboard. So like mm. even now, you know, he, he's flat out busy. And sometimes I'm I can't, you know, I'm not sure about the decisions that I'm I'm making whether they're they're right or whether they're out kind of frustration or something. And you know, where I'm I'm going in one direction and I'll pick up the phone to Mike and just like sound him out. And you know, five minutes later I'm going in a complete different direction. The right direction thanks to Mike. um you know, but I, and 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 sometimes I just kind of just I think you're right, you know he from...
0: and he is he is crazy busy. And and I think of when i asked this i asked this question to a lot of people and the, the answer i get is nearly always the same in that you know his i'm sure you've seen him uh, he did a post on linkedin about it you know, about making wrong decisions and the, there's a difference between the wrong decision and a bad decision and and i think he's he's such a good and even for for, for me as his, his, his business partner you know you know, if you're thinking about something, you're always best to ask him first because he d- he might have a different opinion. And he and he may not be right, but at least he's got he's got a considered opinion on it. And I think where where we were struggling to find a job that had gone horrendously
1: wrong, Mike's done. Mike's made so many mistakes that um, he's gonna. You know, he's better placed to. Uh, to, to advise us because he's he's been there
0: and mucked it up before, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and that's so true. I mean, that's and to be honest, that's how the podcast came about because it, uh, you know, if we're ever short of content, I can get him to tell about a, an, another disastrous story, um, <laughs> somewhere along the he's way. Got a
2: few of them, which... He's got plenty
0: of them, as that's we always
2: interesting though. to hear. They are
0: very amusing, though. Most of them, um, so away from Wi Fi, uh, here's a question for you. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember hearing a story. Uh, shortly, either shortly before you guys got together or shortly afterwards, that on occasion you were known to shut the office to go on a bike ride. Is that right? Yeah, that's...
1: I did that this morning actually. I was
0: going to say, but, but, yeah, that's,
1: that's, that's guess... nothing new there. <laughs> oh, really? A bike, I mean, a bike, you know, a bike ride sounds a bit sort of sedate that an old person would do. <laughs> oh. I'm an extreme sports
0: man. It up a bit. I'm, a, I'm an extreme sports athlete. <laughs> Excellent. That's what exactly. Yeah, Mike goes on bike rides too, and he says, "Yeah, I, I, I have visions of him in Lycra, which is yeah, it's just never a good image." Night, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I've been out on a yeah. few with, with Nick. He the my first ride a few months back. Um, I woke up in the morning and, and a bit like golf. I don't really like being out there in the rain. Uh, <laughs> slightest bit. Yeah. of you know, bad weather, and I'm, I'm, I'm out, and, um, and it was absolutely chucking it down. And Nick was like, "Oh no, no, it's, it's all right. Just still, still come up to the office. Brightening up, it's brightening up. It's is brightening up here. Brightening and, up.
1: Um,
2: and I'm driving through, like you know. T- driving up to Tring in absolute torrential light you know my hands gripping the steering wheel because there's so much water on the roads <laughs> with the bike in the back and I'm just like I'm just not sure this is happening but I get there and he's still like you know no 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 it'll be fine it'll be fine and, and we went out it was absolutely awesome. horrific nearly put me off mountain biking for life it was yeah. horrific it was chafage from just wet being everywhere like
0: and of there was a lot of of sore bed
2: home and and lie in bed but we made it through didn't we for it's it's not it's not
0: a good image really terrible image but
2: it's good for nick like um the the biking because you know it it, he he does have his job is a lot more full on than mine because he's He's so involved in absolutely every event. It, it, you know, no matter how small or big it is, he's, he plays a part in all of them. And so I've also, I think he holds all of that kind of, you know. Yeah. W- will it work? Um, even though he's been doing it for so long. So he definitely has a lot more. And I think biking is good because, he, you know. Good release. His, his, his,
1: yeah. His, his. And it's and hard work, vodka. right? That and vodka, David.
0: Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> So you're thinking about, and you, you know, I can imagine it's like being on a golf course. You think you don't, you're not thinking about no work issues. You're thinking about hitting the little white thing or yeah.
1: down it or up a hill, right? Or yeah, down. And the the good thing is that you can't think about anything else other than not killing yourself. Private, yeah, so, yeah, for yeah. two minutes. Well, for me
2: is also trying not to throw up because I'm yeah. so fit and <laughs> yeah got
1: zero stamina and it's just um yeah it's good you can't yeah you just got to think about survival
0: so i like that not hitting trees or killing yourself so yeah i can see that being a nice release so okay here's my last question for you Uh, Mm. and amazingly uh we have quite a lot of listeners uh that is amazing we do have quite a lot of listeners to the podcast but a lot of listeners in their 20s Oh, nice! So I can probably relate to that. Yeah, yeah, right. that's yeah. So that to which neither of you, on, neither of you, can relate to 20 year olds Yeah, however, skinny jeans and everything. However, if you could give, if you could be, if you could be twenty again, what advice mm. would you give your twenty-year-old self with the knowledge of hindsight?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> but don't don't get into the events industry. Be it, be, <laughs> be a be a plumber or a sparky, because you ring one of them like and they show up when they want don't show up and they, and they all make a fortune that's because yeah. call out
0: charges nick that's what it's all about that's just, well, exactly yeah. perhaps nobody should would, start call uh, out charges yeah i would have
2: avoided work for a lot longer i mean yeah. I, I went away traveling in my 20s for about a year and a half or a year or whatever um i would have but that was only as far as Magaloo.
1: That, that was only magaloo for a year. <laughs> no, it didn't count.
2: I would have just... I did actually go... That was... My, I go to when I was about 16. For two weeks. For two oh. weeks. I mean, imagine. And that was that would have been... The loop. Full-on boozing 24 hours a day, like, you know, for two weeks. I think I came back with, like, no eyebrows. And...
1: Yeah, yeah. The, cult, the, the cultural, that was more the cultural kind of experience. I, I, went, to, I went to
0: Magaluf once, uh, I parked my, <laughs> uh, yeah I did, you're, you're uh, you made Bentley. last year. <laughs> no, well talking of cars, I, I parked uh, Bentley. my hard fit, I think it what was, the, what was the small <laughs> fit called? Panda. Panda. Yeah. Panda, my small fit Panda, I parked it at the front of BCM. Oh BCM, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And was astounded when I came back four hours later to find it no longer there. And it had been t- <laughs> it had been towed by the police. <laughs> oh, no, no, not a load of drunk had oh, like lifted it up and no, chucked it in it's the space. been
1: seat. towed. That Unbelievable.
2: Jesus, that place. Yeah, no, I reckon that would be my advice. Just
1: avoid yeah. work for a bit Yeah, long avoid time. work longer. You are gonna be you're gonna do it for a long time, so don't get involved. I was actually gonna say get involved earlier in work and then you could retire earlier, <laughs> I'm not sure, but um
2: but the thing is, the 20s is a good, you know, it's a good, that's a good time when you've got, you know, no kids, probably no, no. mortgage. You've got zero ties, basically. You're just an older teenager um, yeah. and, uh, with, with maybe a bit more money or just an easy way of getting right. And, um, mm. you know, if, if I think, I just wish I'd kind of done a bit more traveling yeah. and not rushed into work, really.
1: And then had less work experience of somebody to hire you when you get back and just yeah. be older. Yeah, mm. and load more debt and, and come back yeah, and yeah, need, yeah. needing yeah. more yeah. <laughs> urgently right. needing a job. Yeah, or or don't go to uni and spend come out 40 grand in debt at 23 years old with a two-two in media studies and no work <laughs> experience. That'd probably be my <laughs>
0: stroke. Um, <laughs> um listen, uh, Gary and uh, Nick, thank you so much uh, for, for coming on. Eventful Life. And um, no doubt we will catch up very soon. Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, David. Brilliant.
1: Thanks, Cheers, David. Buddy. Good to talk to you. Cheers.
0: Some fantastic career advice there from Nick and Gary. Uh, that's it for another week of An Eventful Life. I very much hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, for my own part, I think that's given me a huge appreciation of the challenges that they have to go through to put Uh, connectivity and Wi-Fi into venues and events. Just incredible some of the stories that that they've had over the years. Next week, Mike is back, so that's something to look forward to. And in the meantime, if there's anything you've heard or listened to which you'd like to get in touch with us about, please don't hesitate. We'd love to hear from you, as always. And so until next week, have a great week.